This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to grow your business profitably, build wealth, and analyze your monthly financial statements in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. Yay! We're on episode seven. We're on part seven of the seven parts of a financially fit business. So today's the end of it. Today is, okay, this is what we have to do every day. This is what we have to do every week. This is what we have to do every month. So this is the financial reviews that you do to make sure that you're headed in the right direction. The seven parts are tracking, and we've talked about billable hours, we talked about cash, and we talked about financial statement tracking. Session two, or seven, the second part, is knowing your overhead cost per hour and your net profit per hour. Part three is pricing and making sure you're pricing properly. Part four was maintenance and making sure that you all have maintenance programs. It does not matter whether you're plumbing, electrical, HVAC, pool and spa, generator, any home services business, any business services business can have maintenance plans. Fifth part was monthly metrics, your KPIs, and I went through what those are. Last session, we did budgeting, and in this session, we're going to talk about your monthly reviews. You're going to talk about daily reviews, weekly reviews, and monthly reviews. So let's get started. Daily reviews. Look at your bank statements online every single day, all right? It takes five minutes. Make sure it's like brushing your teeth. It's not a big deal. Well, it is if you don't do it and some bad guys come in and hack your account and take, you know, mega bucks out of your account. It's really, really, really important to look at the statements. Make sure you recognize all the ACHs. Make sure that you recognize all the cash, excuse me, all the checks that you wrote and that they're for the right amount. I've had not your people stealing, but I've had vendors employees stealing. You know, you wrote a check for a hundred bucks. It comes back as a thousand bucks. Bank cashed it for a thousand bucks, and it was supposed to be for a hundred bucks. Uh, not a good idea. So you know you you have to call your vendor and go. Uh, I think we have a problem, and your vendor is going to be very embarrassed because they have an embezzler in their midst and have to deal with it. But you caught it by looking at your financial statements every single day. The other thing that I would, you know, this is not a daily thing, but we I was doing um, a leading a session a couple of weeks ago, and one of the contractors in that session had one operating account. That was it. Always separate your operating account from your payroll account, all right? You know, your payroll account's going to have very little money in it other than, you know, when payroll is due a couple of days, you just transfer the money in. But it's much safer to have a payroll account because you know somebody can hack an account. You still have another one, at least in the beginning. But the reality is if your employees um, get your federal ID number and for somehow get into knowing what the payroll account number is, they're not going to steal a whole lot of money because there's generally not a whole lot of money in that account. Okay. So have an operating account and have a payroll account and make sure you look at both every single day. 
All right. Now, there may be some daily KPIs that you go through with those particular team members. Remember, we covered KPIs in um, part five of the seven steps of a financially fit business. Some of those might be, okay, your call, um, 85% booked, 65% booked today. You know, what happened yesterday? And so you may want to do some daily conversations that way. Some KPIs are weekly, some KPIs are monthly. So depending upon where your KPI is and what that KPI is, you're going to look at it um, on either a daily basis, a weekly basis, or a monthly basis. Okay. So from daily bank accounts, look at that and the KPIs that are daily. Weekly. All right. Weekly cash flow report. That was one of the KPIs. It should be on your desk every single Friday, what it does is it says, okay, this is how much cash we started with for the week. This is how much came in. This is how much went out. So this is how much we had left at the end of the week. And here are our estimates for next week. This is what we think is going to come in. This is what we think we're going to have to pay for payroll. And this is what we think we're going to be paying for loan payments. And this is how much we estimate to have left at the end of the week. So you want to do the, the next weekly estimates so that you can make sure you have enough cash for payroll, paying your loan payments, and all the things that necessarily need to be paid. That your weekly cash flow budget should be on your desks and once a week. The last thing your bookkeeper does Friday afternoons before they go home. Now, if your week ends like Wednesday or Tuesday, if your weekend's Wednesday, it should be on your desk Wednesday afternoon or Thursday morning at the very latest because your week runs week to week that way rather than, you know, Sunday through Saturday. Um, and that's how you would do your weekly cash flow reports that way. There are some weekly KPIs that you'll do, especially with field. Um, if you, you want to monitor and make sure that there are no callbacks, there are no warranty calls, and you can track that absolutely every week, and you probably should. The second thing for those is once you see a callback or a warranty call or a screw-up or whatever else it is, you have to address it immediately. If you leave it you know, for a month or something like that, everybody's forgotten about it. Talk about it and what happened, not necessarily laming laying blame, but okay, let's talk about what happened. What can we do to make sure this doesn't happen again? All right. And those are the types of things that you definitely want to do on a weekly basis. You want to make sure that your customers are happy. You want to make sure that all of um, the work was done properly. Take care of any what I call red tags or jobs that don't pass inspection um, are taken care of so that the customers are taken care of as quickly as they possibly can be taken care of. Those are the weekly type of things. And, you know, there's a lot that are monthly, but the reality is, is make sure if you're seeing issues in the field, if you're seeing issues in the office and somebody just has, somebody might just have had a bad week and that's okay. But as long well, is it okay? Probably not. But you need to find out why they're having a bad week because you don't want two bad weeks right? You want to, you know, should come back to normal, quote unquote, by by the second week. Um, but just, you know, watch what was going on in the field. Make sure you watch to make sure that your billable hours stay up. Your billable hours absolutely 
percentages have to be done on a weekly basis. Whenever you do payroll, guess what? You do that billable hour report. And it's really easy when, you, when you're doing payroll to do this report because you can just enter the data in right from the payroll report. When we get back from break, we'll talk about the monthly financial reviews. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Imagine you had total freedom. You didn't have to worry about money. You didn't have to be a slave to your business. The words, I can't, are eliminated from your vocabulary. What if you could do what you want to do whenever you want to do it? A financially fit business could give you that freedom. How? By knowing what your financial statements are telling you and taking action based on what they say. You can do this in less than 10 minutes a month at an investment of less than taking your family out to dinner once a month. And if your financial statements are a mess, you can get help. Go to www.financiallyfit.business or click on the QR code below to get started today. Welcome back and thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. We're on step number seven and we've done daily reviews. We've done weekly reviews. Now let's get into the monthly, which is most of it because we're going to be looking at budget versus actual with respect to your financial statements. Because remember, you did your budget, which we talked about in the last webinar. And now we're going to look at where are we with respect to budget. And I would suggest you not put a budget in QuickBooks, because all QuickBooks would do is I'll do month to date, year to date, budget. It doesn't tell you where you are with respect to the entire budget for the year. For that, you need an Excel spreadsheet. And you will highlight, you know, the actual and your, you know, enter the actual numbers and look at where you will be at the end of the year if you make budget through the end of the year. The really cool part about doing this, um, although I think some contractors not necessarily think it's so cool, is like we'll have a conversation in August or September. They are so far ahead of budget, not necessarily with respect to revenue, but with respect to profit, that. I have them sit down with their CPAs. Okay, let's do some tax planning in September. So it's not December 15th. And oh my gosh, I have all these taxes to pay. What can I do about it? All right. This is the type of thing that your budget versus actual can tell you. And we also talk about the flip side. You know, a month or so under budget, I'm not going to have that much of a problem with it. But if we're under budget with respect to net for a couple of months, you want to know what's going on. If we're not making our revenue goals, if our expenses are higher than we've planned them, why? Have supplier prices gone up? And if that's the case, then we have to raise our prices so that we can make the same net profit per hour that we absolutely want to make. All right. So obviously, we're going to do budget versus actual. You're going to look at your gross margins um, and, and track those things both on a monthly basis and on a trailing basis. And, and you'll graph it. And this is where Financially Fit Business, the software, comes in because it does it for you automatically. And you just enter your financial data, press a button, and you get your graphs. You can see the trends, and this is what you really and truly do want to do um, because you want to make sure you spot the minor issues before they become major crises. Not exactly a good idea to all of a sudden, oh, we don't have enough cash to pay payroll. That's not fun. <laughs> and I'm laughing, and I really shouldn't be laughing. So... Monthly financial review, figure out what's going on, make sure you're headed in the right direction, make sure you're meeting budget, or if you're exceeding budget, 
you know, what did we do right with respect to exceeding it in revenue and profit? Um, if you're under budget with respect to expenses, why? Are we, were we more productive than we expected to be? I mean, there's lots of reasons and you might be going the right direction. You just don't know. So that's that review. You want to make sure that your inventory days are where they need to be. Your receivable days are where they need to be. All of your monthly KPIs with respect to service technician truck revenue, with respect to callbacks and warranty calls and the average service tickets. And obviously you want to see a monthly billable hour percentage. Make sure that the overall company is headed in the right direction. So some KPIs are monthly, like the financial statements piece of it is monthly, looking at average ticket revenue. You can do that every week. It sort of, sort of doesn't make a whole lot of sense to do it every day. But every month you're going to look at it from a perspective of, you know, where are we with those things? Where are we with maintenance agreement enrollments? Are we doing our one out of three? Are we looking at them and are we making the follow-up phone calls for technicians who left the maintenance agreements but the customer didn't say yes? There, you know, all the things that we talked about with KPIs, make sure that every month you review them, every month you talk with whomever is responsible for that KPI. And then what you're going to do is, you know, if there's bonuses that are associated with exceeding KPIs for the month, or perhaps bonuses for exceeding KPIs for the quarter, you'll have those monthly bonus checks not in their payroll check. Now, I know bookkeepers and people doing payroll are going to roll their eyes in the back of their head. It's like a commission. It's separate. It's once a month. The reason you want to do this is you want people to understand the rewards that they're getting for exceeding their KPIs. If they are um, mixed up, and I don't mean it negatively, but if they're put in with their regular payroll checks, they're not going to see them. If they see that they're consistently earning a couple hundred $500,000 or more extra a month, that's significant to them, all right? So they're going to keep doing what they're doing, all right? The other thing you may want to consider from time to time is KPI rewards or, you know, things that they get for exceeding KPIs, not necessarily monetary, all right? So here's what I'm talking about. You know, at the end of a really, really hot and busy summer, the techs and the office personnel really and truly do not care about more money. Well, some of them probably do, but they're tired. They want time off. So you might take a KPI in August. Let's say if August revenues reach a certain level and you have to calculate what that is, everybody gets a day off with pay in September. They will appreciate the day off with pay in September. One of my clients gives everybody the Friday um, before Labor Day off as a paid holiday because everybody's worked their butt off all summer long, and this is a way for them all to have four-day weekends. Obviously, the person on call gets one later, all right? Or they may get Tuesday off instead of Friday off, but that the people on call also get four-day weeks. So that might be something that's kind of cool. In your slowest month of the year, if you have a revenue goal that you've never achieved, you might say, okay, we're going to take everybody out to a fancy restaurant that's in your area that they normally can't go to, can't's not the right word, don't go to because it's perceived as very nice and very expensive, um, invite their spouses and take the um, 
let them get a babysitter for those who have kids and pay for the babysitters. This way they have a night out. It's kind of fun for them. They don't have to worry about paying for a babysitter for those who have kids. Um, and then again, that's not necessarily monetary. Yeah, it is, but it's not. But it's a, it's a day, it's a night out, someplace that's fun that they don't normally get to go to. Um, I had an owner get to, uh, what were they? I think it was game six or game seven of the World Series. And everybody who did X, Y, and Z got, you know, one, their name in the hat for each time they achieved X, Y, and Z. And she pulled the name out of the hat for the person who actually got to go to the game. Um, so that's kind of fun if, if, you're, if your um, sports teams are in the World Series or the Super Bowl or, or whatever else it is like that. So you know, there are lots of things that you can do to help your team members exceed their KPIs and do really cool things for them that are not necessarily monetary. So be creative with respect to overseeing their KPIs. And that's it. That's the seven steps of a financially fit business. Tracking was number one. Number two was overhead cost per hour and net profit per hour, knowing what your overhead cost per hour is and what your net profit per hour is and where you want it. Pricing properly, making sure you have a great growing maintenance program, monthly metrics, i.e. KPIs, budgeting, and financial statement review and other, and other monthly reviews, weekly reviews, and daily reviews. If you want to do the reviews from a financial perspective very, very quickly, go to financiallyfit.business software. It's 97 a month to enter up to two years worth of data and $30 a month thereafter. And takes less than 10 minutes a month. You'll be able to spot your minor issues before they become major crises and take care of them. So thank you for listening.